And I am Alex. And we watch bad movies. So you don't have to. Today we got a special oh, movie. Buddy. Oh, and we, buddy. And we brought a special guest back, right, Alex? Yes, we did. We got the one, the only. Look at We were just <laughs> saying this off record. When she steps into the building, oh my God, danger. <laughs> danger. You're saying, tell, tell your dad, watch your dad. Watch, hey, watch your dad. <laughs> watch your kids. <laughs> Anytime your kids tell you, Mom, why you can't be like her? You ought to be ashamed of yourself. You need to get your life in order. Uh, we got our one and only good friend, Lauren Fluker. People, put your heads together. Woo! What? Back in the building. Back Thank in you. the building. Yeah, the street. Yeah, the streets were talking. We had to bring you back, so we had to oh get my you goodness. get you back in here for this. This is a groundbreaking movie. Oh yeah, the harder they fall. Proof is a book, man. Old devil. This is going to be Buck's last day amongst the living. What exactly he do to you? Call it a professional robbery. I know who you are. That love, outlaw, hunts down those who trespass against him. With no mercy. Where is he? Where is who? Your boss. My boss. Clearly, you don't know me. Well, we don't get a lot of these, especially we don't get a lot of these with a full African-American cast. Mm-hmm. So for both of you guys, when you saw this was coming, when you saw the trailer, Regina King, Idris Elba, what did you guys think? Whew. Um, that it's about time. Like you just said, I think now we're in this whole renaissance where we're seeing films um, with diverse cast and it's like why hadn't we had this like a full black cast in the western before so i you know i was pleased and i knew i was gonna see it you know because it's, it's just too good such a good movie um but yeah just like it's overdue i thought it was overdue oh, that's that's a great great word what about you alex when you saw the trailer were you excited for it what did you think yo when the trailer comes out and first of all when you say regina king i'm already in I'm 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 done. I'm done though. I'm watching it. I'm giving it its time. But when you see Regina King with a bandana, with a bandana on her face and she mm. do the iconic mm. Michael Mix mm. go that way yeah. to the left. Yeah. I'm like, oh bruh, this is about to be ignorant. <laughs> this is about to be stupid epic. Yes. I'm going to get my favorite snack, which is like a 10-piece wing. The Buffalo Wild Wings fries, and I'm not moving. I'm not going nowhere. Give me and put the water right. I'm gonna have a jug of water right beside me. I'm not moving. Mm-hmm. So when I saw this trailer, I was like, okay, we in the pandemic. I know I'm gonna watch it in the house. So I'm, I'm just picking my spot and I'm getting myself together for it. And it does not disappoint. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Like when I saw like the whole <laughs> cast, like you got. Jonathan Major, Zaza Beats, uh, even DeWanda Wise, like all these guys, and Idris Elba. I'm like, this is gonna be an, ama- an amazing movie. And like, I love old school westerns. Westerns are like to me like the precursor to gangster movies. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always there for a for a good western. And then, like you said, Regina King, like she don't miss. Like she literally everything she's in, you know, it's gonna be good, and you know she's gonna be do a good job in it. 
Queen Midas, man. She has the Midas touch. Bro. That's Everything a fact. She touches gold, bro. But I was shocked to find uh, <laughs> what's uh, James Samuel, the director. Uh, mm-hmm. Amazing job, but I didn't realize he's baby things as uh, Seal's little brother. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's Seal's younger brother. That's how wow. they hooked up. And like normally, I'm not a fan of, and Alex will tell you this, I'm not a fan of modern music and period pieces. Like okay. it just it throws me off. Like I feel like I should be hearing like music of the time because I feel it kind of takes me out of the mm-hmm. out of it. And that would be my only thing that I I thought the soundtrack was great, like with the Lauren Hill, who who is the mm-hmm. GOAT, actually. Mm-hmm. And I love the soundtrack, but I just did not love the I didn't love the modern music with the, uh, wow. with the old stuff. And that's and that's just me. It's a personal preference. Like I get it, I get it was done well. I get it was all intentional and the songs were intentional, mm-hmm. but I just I just didn't dig that part of it. I thought that was like one of the best parts, honestly, the score and the use of music. Some of the music was, you know, older songs that they kind of revived for the piece. And I thought that really made it, you know, it gave it, it kind of did modernize it just a little bit, but it also, it played well with the scenes, you know, a lot of the the horseback uh, scenes and they would put, you know, some, some hip hop beats with that. I thought that that kind of helped with the pacing to me. Yeah, like I, like I it. say, it's just like a personal preference. Like I feel like it should be of the time, or it takes me out of the. Mm-hmm. It takes me out of the piece. If I'm watching an old western and I hear Lauren Hill's voice, I'm like, well, that's like that's I today. Mean, yeah, but but you don't ever like imagine yourself like in certain situations and and be like, oh, you know, if Boosie was playing, this would make <laughs> this would be. <laughs> Sorry, like, imagine riding a horse, Boosie. Hey, Boosie. We gonna set this off, but you know and what? Riding into the city, like. But you ride your horse up, wipe me down. <laughs> Wait, what? What? That sounds like some that, Boosie. I know, oh God! Like oh, some, that, uh, some Dallas some stuff right there. Somebody it is. It is like if you from Oak Cliff, like yeah, yeah. absolutely, it is. Oh God, it's hilarious. It is. So I thought that was a nice touch, but I do understand how that can kind of throw you off too. Yeah, though, and I just kind of throw me off. And and I mean, let's just start with the beginning of the movie. Like it's basically a revenge film. But for me, Mm -hmm. one of the best parts, the beginning when you see the, the like the first part when uh. Michael Beach, and just for the record, we said this before in another part. Michael Beach, he's one of the mm-hmm. most hated black guys in, in cinema ever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah. Le- I, I, even, I even wrote a list. Like, yeah, lean on me. He's Mr. Yeah. Darnell. He's yeah. the coach that everybody hates. Cool. Hey, and number two, waiting to XL. He's John Harris. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Everybody, he's like, she shouldn't have to be alone. Nobody likes that scene. No. And it's mm-hmm. so fool. He's Miles Jenkins, the dude that sleeps with the cousin. Right. Yeah, I, that's Keep it why in the family. I can't. Just and dirty that's what dirty. I can't get past. I every time I see him, I see cousin face. So I yeah. Like, I, I, <laughs> so so I, when I when I saw him, I'm like, oh, this is a bad dude. There's no way he's a good guy. There's mm-hmm. no way he's living. And then, because I'm not, I don't want to give it away right now, but to see the age difference between him and his wife. Because the, yeah. the Wanda Wise, she plays oh Nola Darling. She I'm plays sorry. Nola Darling. She plays Nola Darling and knew she's got to have it. Like, she's 37. Mm-hmm. Michael Beach is 58. So there's, mm-hmm. like, a big difference there. And I should have caught on when I 
because I didn't catch the twist till later on, and I was like, uh oh. Uh, but mm-hmm. I just thought that was like a big difference. But I love the way that scene was shot. The way Ildris came in there, you didn't you didn't see his face. You just saw the mm-hmm. guns. The yeah. chicken, the chicken looked really good. Just for the record, yeah, oh my they god, did. that chicken was well seasoned <laughs> and cooked well. You know, a lot of people's chicken be real, you know, burnt beige. They don't be all the way brown. That was yeah, had well a good texture. Te- <laughs> I'm, 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 you know, got a good yeah, texture to it. Got <laughs> bite through. <laughs> no, but I like I said I thought that scene was really well shot with the sequences. Mm-hmm. The way you can see the hand with the scorpion. The mm-hmm. little little boy's face. I just thought it was really, really well done, mm-hmm. and that's even before we get to the title sequence. When right you fast forward and Jonathan Majors is a little boy, and he just takes revenge. So I just thought that whole beginning, I love. Yeah. Okay, wait a minute. I this is I want to run something by y'all first. Let me just say that I thought the whole thing was like poetry in motion. I think every department that contributed to telling the story should be applauded. The costumes, the set deck, the hair and makeup, yeah. the stunts, the dialect coach. When that man walked in there and said, y'all was making sex, I almost fell out. I'm like, <laughs> they, they, yeah. they got it spot on. They got it spot on. But one of the things um, that really caught me when it started, I was like, you know what? This is giving Quentin Tarantino. When it, when it first started, like the gore, and mm-hmm. the pace yeah. of it, I was kind of getting those vibes. It wasn't like, you know, I, I think Westerns typically are a bit slower, but this was like more gory, more in your face, uh, just like a quicker pace. So did y'all kind of get those vibes too? More like a Quentin Tarantino kind of like when they first started? Definitely. Uh, but, you know, Quentin gets his stuff from old Westerns. If you go back and watch some of the old Westerns, like in the in the 70s they had they did like those crazy shots from different angles and quick quick motions and in shots so quentin would just the only thing quentin really added to those things was like that gory blood everywhere Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all that type of stuff so when you get that and you grab those elements you can't help but to sell the crowd or the audience that love those those films and yes Quentin Tarantino did a great job with Django Unchained, but Mm -hmm. give props to this movie for not dropping one N-bomb. What the hell are you doing out here? There ain't no way to board a train, you damn stupid nigga! You might could have said nincompoop. We ain't no nincompoop. They say something that even start with the end. They gonna meet the same thing. Oh, Throughout yes. the whole film. Yes. And it still had the strength and the power of a Django Unchained with yes. his own right. So I'm just, I have to give props to that because like we said, it's, it's a movie that's well needed, but they mm-hmm. did it with so much grace and so much style that you, you can't help but to sit back and applaud it for it. Yes, I, I did like that, that it wasn't, it was a time piece, but it didn't show black people in like a subservient role or, mm-hmm. you know, just experiencing trauma. It showed us on the same level as the white boys. And I really appreciated that about this film. And I also yeah. want to say, um, 
I don't appreciate this being my only opportunity to ever talk about the Cowboys with y'all, a film, and not actually <laughs> my team. Is, well, this is, is what it, it took. This is what it took for me to talk Cowboys with y'all. This movie. Well, I mean, after, after these Cowboys, there's really no other Cowboys. Sorry about that. Yeah, this, this, is, this is the only Cowboys I acknowledge. No. <laughs> those, those guys are just field hands. They're, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not Cowboys. Yeah, these are the only Cowboys I acknowledge. So that's that. But I agree with you on the Quentin Tarantino thing, but it also reminded me of like a Guy Ritchie movie. Uh, mm. Like if I felt like the quick cuts and just the, I don't know, one of my favorite, like when they finally, like I feel like the camera is a character, like, you know, yeah. it, yes. it, it, it hides stuff from you. Then it shows mm-hmm. you stuff that you want to mm-hmm. see. Uh, I don't know. Cause I've watched this thing like three times and uh, so did I. Yeah. yeah I did I, like, I just love the shots. I love the reveal of Ildris when he's in the, uh, when they have him in the, I guess that would be like a vault or something. Like he looks, Ooh. he's a big dude, but they make him look like larger than life. They make him look like mm-hmm. a superhero. Mm-hmm. And I love the matter of factness of like, you know, can you drive a train? All right. Everybody but him dies. Like it's just like, right. Like they don't mm-hmm. miss words. He's just so matter of fact with it. So I thought, like it's basically you got the Avengers together and put them in a cowboy movie, and these guys. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I want to say. If I could have been a shell casing on the ground when Idris uh. was walking down through that train car, <laughs> I could have just a been a scene. shell casing. It was an excellent scene, and I do think the director of photography should be. Commended because, like you said, the pans, the zooms, the and when Mary walked in and she was tapping that, um, that uh, you know what I'm saying, that that shotgun she had, and yeah. the camera was going closer and closer on that love's face. I'm like, oh my god, like this, this, this is insane, it's insane, a beautiful story. Yeah, one of is. the shot, one of the shout outs I want to, as far as the cinematography is concerned, or the photographer that's in this, is that scene. Where Nat Love and uh Rufus Rufus, Rufus, Rufus Buck, Buck, they finally get in eye contact of each other in the city. Mm-hmm. And Nate's on his on his horse. Mm, and, yes. and and Rufus is in the building. Mm-hmm. And they go from Rufus' point of view mm-hmm. all the way. And it's like and they give you the distance. They they make you feel mm-hmm. how far they are, but yet so close to each other with this stare down because they do a real tight close up on Nat, Nat Love's eyes is when they just do that squeeze all the way in. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how do you make that work? That's crazy. And And you're so engaged in it in the moment because it just adds to the intensity. Oh, Dude, you're looking at your 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 Grand Reaper. Like these mm-hmm. two dudes are having this stare off. So I have to give a shout out to that photographer <clears throat> or to the director for coming up with that ideal as far mm-hmm. as that tight squeeze in. Because normally in a, in a uh, standoff, you, you you give like twelve paces and the guys draw and shoot each other. Yeah, but uh. this it's even it's not even a standoff as far as them shooting each other. It's just Oh, this is the time. This it's about to go down. Somebody yeah. gotta go. Mm-hmm. So well, you're you're right. Like, dude, well, he did an excellent job. But I remember there's a scene when uh what's my guy's name? Uh uh what's the, uh Beckworth and Oh 
RJ and a, uh, R, yeah, seller, cider. Cider, like, yeah. yeah, there's a shot from up top, and it shows mm-hmm. their it shows their shadows. Like they're standing there, and if you look, we're looking at the audience is looking at the top of their head, and you can see their shadows. Like, and it just it's just a beautiful shot. Like I freaking applauded in the living yes. room. I was like, this, <laughs> like he knows where to put the camera. Like, right, it's a beautiful looking film, whether whether you love it or not, and it's a beautiful sounding film. It feels like it was shot on location. I don't know if it was shot in a on the sound stage or not, but it mm-hmm. gives you the feel like they're really at these places. That these are real people. Like I, the story mm-hmm. the story itself might not have been real, but I wrote this down. It was like Nate Love was real, Bill Pickett was real, Jim Beckworth was real, Rufus Black and Stagecoach Mary were all real. And like mm-hmm. that's amazing is that it took so long for these stories to get told. Yeah. And then the OG uh, Delroy Lindau. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, Delroy uh, the Marshal. Uh, yeah, Bass Reed. Yeah, yeah. The Long it. Ranger. Yeah, <clears throat> like that's crazy. Like this dude was the influence for the Long Ranger. What? Like I can't believe yeah. that. That's amazing. Yeah, like the the story that they gave us when we were kids. You know. <laughs> <laughs> that whole Long Ranger guy with the uh, mask. And yeah. his faithful sidekick, the indigenous uh, gentleman with the feather in his head. Yeah, Tonto. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, played, played by Johnny Depp in another movie, like just right. Yeah, yeah, just 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 a whole bunch of whitewashing on <laughs> some of the um, true stories. That it, it it goes to show imagery is poor is important to people. Mm-hmm. So. Like we said earlier, we doubling back on what we said earlier, films like these are very important for people to watch, not just black people, not just white people, but as far as um, the culture is concerned or the society is concerned, you have mm-hmm. to watch films like this to tell the truth because when kids grow up and, and go to history books for themselves, they'll get ticked off at some of their history teachers. Like, yo, why you didn't tell me this? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So and, and it said what Nate Love, the Jonathan Majors character, uh in real life he he was Deadwood Dick. And Deadwood mm. Dick had a book and this the book was like partly what part of this is based off of. Mm. So wow. there's there's books out there, like we just gotta find them. Like right. Like, yeah, we like we did a lot in the old west. It's more than just what they tell us. Yeah. Right. For sure. Well, let let's jump into our categories. Lauren, who do you think mm-hmm. the MVP the MVP was? Who's your MVP for the harder they fall? Ooh, okay. So let me just first start off by saying I did appreciate how there was uh such a nice mix of fresh faces, but also that veteran presence that we talked about. Um, and buku British folks. I feel like it was a lot of British <laughs> folks in this movie. Mm. Um, and even you know, and even the the, the writer is also British. But first I... of all, uh, wait a minute. I'm gonna mm-hmm. have to use that word buku. Thank you for giving me that word. Okay, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna okay. work. I'm gonna work at it too. <laughs> see, see, here what? we go. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. I'll give you that. I give buku. you that. Um, I, I appreciate that. All yes. Right, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, but this one, this was hard. The categories were super hard, but I'm gonna say the MVP was Jim Beckworth, played by R.J. Siler. So now we have to put a bullet in this cranium. We'll never know who the fastest really is now, will we? I gotta hand it to you, boy. You do know how to make a grand entrance. 
Shit, I ain't even rehearsed that one. You know, quick draw, that love is a dead man walking. But you don't have to be. Don't you get on your horse, get your shit, and go back to whatever it is you call home. You know that's impossible. And that is because mm, I felt like... Let's go. I want to hear this one. Yeah, yeah. I felt like, um, for one, he was a fresh face. I felt like he held his own. I think um, from the very start, it was something, you know, endearing about him, you know, to the audience. I thought that his comedic timing was everything. I thought that the way they played into his, his arrogance until his demise just worked. Um, it's just, so many things about the character just worked for me and I, I, I was just pleasantly surprised to kind of see him hold his own with such like like I said a veteran a veteran cast and so I would have to give the MVP to RJ Siler or Jim Beckworth in this uh, in this yeah. category that's my guy I remember him from White Boy Rick uh, like he and he's also on like uh, what's Black Lightning he, he's on Black Lightning he's just a really mm-hmm. good I, you see him around in other places, but yeah, he did an excellent job in this. And you're right, his comedic timing was just excellent, especially him in the beginning. Yeah, my, my guy who played <laughs> Darwin from like X Men First Class, like just right. Their <sighs> back and forth, their back and forth was funny. Yeah, just hilarious. So I would yes. watch. I would watch a show with just those two, like right. the, like the, the adventures of uh, absolutely the adventures of Jim and uh, Bill would yeah. be a crazy spinoff of that, bro. Yeah, I would mm-hmm. definitely watch those two, a prequel or something with those guys. But yeah, that's that's a good good choice. What about you, Alex? Who you got? Who's your MVP? Got to be the one and only Jonathan Major, man. Nate Love, bro. I was yeah. all into Nate, bro. I, I the motivation was there, and and man, Jonathan is consistent, man. Like mm-hmm. the dude cry the same in every film. <laughs> I mean the snot. I mean, most people can't even command a tear to come out the eye. This dude yes. commands snot out of yes. his nose. It, the only person that can beat him snotting at the nose is Viola Davis. Bro. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I was so, say that. so yeah. it's like that Nate Nate Love character, and you're looking forward to if there's a sequel. Now, I hate sequels. Let it go on record. I say this every time. I hate sequels. But if there was a sequel to this, I would watch it. There's a sequel. You got it. It's, saw it's it. gonna saw be a, a, right at the end. At the end, the hat on the hill. Yeah. 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 She, she didn't kill her, so she's alive. And yeah, there's definitely a sequel. But yeah, Jonathan Majors, that's fair. That's a strong MVP. Mm-hmm. I For my MVP, I'm gonna have to agree with Alex and go with Jonathan Majors, because I feel like he went from the beginning of this movie to the end of this movie. He carried it. Easy, Jim. Everybody in here know who I am. I'm taking that love to Fort Smith 2 Beach Ride. Anybody try to follow me? Y'all know what I do. Uh, he had to show range. He had to be, like, dangerous and had to have a heart. And, like, I like it. Again, I think this is just his time. I feel like, yeah. mm-hmm. especially with, I mean, God, like, still, like, in Hollywood, they only let one... Active one black actor be famous, famous <laughs> right. at the same time, right? Hey, like, yeah, only open up the door for one, close, yeah. yeah. One of, so now I feel like we got majors, we got uh, what's my guy, uh, Wallace, uh, I can't, Killmonger, we got 
uh, Michael B. Oh, yeah, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, like, I think we got a good crop of young actors coming in here, and I feel like he, like, listen, I didn't love Lovecraft Country, but I thought he Mm -hmm. was great. He was great in it, and I thought he was really good in this, so I feel like he's the MVP of this, and he wins on this. Even with all the other stars around I feel like he she like he shone brightly even with with Ildris and with Regina and with mm-hmm. all these people around him and then he even carried the lesser ones because as much as I love Zazie Beats like she's not the best actress but she made her better so yeah. yes yeah yes. so I got I got to give it and then he's dude at the table with Delroy like I love Delroy Lindau like Crooklyn's mm-hmm. one of my favorite movies of all time. And then right. I'm there for everything that he does, and for those two to be able for him to just go one on one with Delroy, yeah. So, that's but my you know, opinion. that's the that's not their first experience working with each other. Yeah, true. Because yeah. with Spike Lee's Five Bloods, he was Delroy's son. Yeah, they just felt, mm-hmm. I felt like I felt like they have a kid. They have a chemistry. Like, yeah, they uh, got a good chemistry, bro. It was like even with Five Bloods, it was strong as far as how they worked that out. So, yeah. So, so yeah, yeah, that's my 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 MVP is Jonathan Majors. All right, mm-hmm. let's get also, to the back. Also, let me let me let me toss the, these two pennies in. Uh, when you when you were talking about how they're opening the door, how how we almost got a new Brat Pack or Rat Pack mm-hmm. uh, in Hollywood as far as black actors are concerned. Shout out to what they that the tribute they paid to uh, Chadwick Boseman in this actual film. Because a lot of people, if you if it's, it's circulating, if you watch different YouTube clips, they they did a wink at Chadwick Boseman on the stagecoach that uh, they no, robbed. It was, a, it was a train, the train. No, on the train, yeah, on the train, uh, on the side of the train, they had C. A. Boseman, and they, they yeah. said that was a um, that was a tribute to Chadwick Boseman. So, they did. I saw that. I saw that. Wow. I didn't so, even know that. Yeah. So they said everything, everything in this film was intentional mm-hmm. from the music to even that Easter egg that that's in the film. Like, mm-hmm. oh, wow. They they still give respect to this dude to this day. And you can yeah. only imagine if you would have saw films with Chadwick Boseman and Jonathan Majors together, like he'd it would have been, been crazy. He would have been in this movie. He like, would have been, been, yeah, yeah. He would have yeah. definitely been in this film. So, yes. just just to add on to that, go ahead, Lamont. Let's rock with uh, the uh, next category. The last category we got LVP, person who sucked or wasn't used correctly. So, Alex, who you got? Who is your LVP? Because I know you got a good one for this one. Yo, my LVP, <laughs> and he didn't suck. And I just, I just think he was a, a, he was a good pin in it. I just feel like they didn't do enough with him, and that was Dion Cole. You want to do this here? There you go. That's what you want, right? That's what you came here for. I won't disappoint you. That's what you want. Yeah, I love Dion Cole's (laughs) character, bro. Like, yes, even though 
you would think Deion Cole was going to be the, the the stupid, funny one. He was. Ch- he was. Charlie. Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. From Blackish. You think he's going to be Charlie, but he was such a strong catalyst to get back at uh, Rufus Buck to help these boys. Now, he was scared as hell to go back in there, but he's like, man, this dude just took my gold toothless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got to get this guy back some kind of way. I ain't no punk. Like, you're not going to do me. So, even though his role was small, it wasn't a lot in it, mm-hmm. I, I really loved that character in that in that uh, aspect. So, you wanted more, so that's why you showed Yeah, I mean, he showed range, man. I ain't never seen... The dude changed yes. his freaking voice. Mm-hmm. He don't sound like that. Like, <laughs> like, that whole steak scene, by the time I finish this steak, <laughs> you better be out of my face. Hey, Roof is outside. Oh, is it? <laughs> like, man, <laughs> bro. And he took that beat down like a G. I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. y'all want some gold? Get this gold up. Knocked right. all the gold out of his mouth. So, Deion Cole is my LVP, man. All right, all right, Lauren, who you got? Who's your LVP for this? I'm going to say Lakeith Stanfield. Ooh, what? You said he get the LVP? I don't particularly enjoy violence. That being said, you are currently in company of extremely violent individuals. Yes, what? yes, what? yes. What? Wow. Wow. Um, so, Cherokee B, okay, I'm going to say this. First of all, like, like I said, this was extremely hard. But I just, I didn't feel that he sucked. I didn't think that anybody in the movie sucked. But I just feel like he always plays himself like he's always that cool laid back you don't really know what I'm thinking but I'm about to get your ass kind of you know like mm. roll like I just always feel like that's him so I kind of I kind of already knew what he was giving so that's that's why um I say that like it just wasn't too far off from any other role that I've seen Lakeith that does not mean that his performance was not stellar it's just mm. he didn't really step too much outside of what what he's already like known for and done on screen Okay. Okay. All right. Lakeith. All right. Don't listen. Don't do that. Because you made me like these categories. You, I I didn't want to show up with nothing because I could (laughs) have left that blank because I thought the movie and everybody involved is phenomenal. Uh, Okay. All right. All right. All right. That's fair. All right. Now, (laughs) okay. For my LVP, I'm going with the king of stage. I'm going with Bobby Brown. Going with uh, Woody, Woody, Woody McClain. Oh like, yes, because yes, he yes, only yes. had one freaking scene. Like, yeah, and like, he nailed it though. He nailed <laughs> right. it. Right. I thought the chemistry with, with him and Beckford was good. With the one, the the other Wayne's brother, the unfunny Wayne's brother. But, <laughs> oh my it, god! Because he's that's, that's <laughs> Damon Wayne Junior Junior. Yeah, he got the name, but he didn't get the funny. So uh, oh, cold blooded. I'm not Shots fired. I'm not Shots wrong. Fired. Shots fired. That's like fired. that's like Michael Jordan Jr. It's like a bunch of that's, a, that's like <laughs> Michael Richard jo- Pryor Jr. <laughs> Richard Pryor Jr. Uh, what, what's oh a, my that's, god! That's a bunch of juniors that just don't live up to the seniors. And yeah. <laughs> so oh my yeah. god! Yeah. So that's yeah. A, that's a junior junior. But yo, that scene with him and um, RJ, I would love to see them dudes working something else together. Cause that chemistry, cause they, 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 that those two were the characters were literally relatives. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So and that like, was so funny about that, bro. Yeah, yeah. But I got to give it to Woody because I feel like Woody. I, I when I saw he was in the movie, I'm like, okay. And then mm-hmm. he had the one scene. I'm like, well, he's he's dead. So so that's the that's, that's the end it. of that. I guess. Yeah. Like, I guess, <laughs> oh well. Like, like <laughs> what what the hell, man? So I just mm-hmm. I just wanted more from him. Okay. That's I, fair. Right, six man. This person who did the most with the least coming off the bench. Alex, mm-hmm. who you got? Who's your six man? Six man coming off the bench. Strong. First time ever seeing her. The the girl that played Cuffy. Evening, Jen. Kindly check your weapon and enjoy the festivities. Your stagecoach Mary's place and ain't no guns allowed. Except for Mary's, naturally. Naturally. Excuse me. Evening, gents. Kindly check your weapons and enjoy your evening. I'll sooner check my right arm, boy. Then you can head on over to Jordan Anderson's. You can hold your weapon and drink over there. We're drinking here, you puny little fuck. Of course, some folk tend to feel away regardless. Get them over to Doc Brown's. Take their guns to the sheriff and get them back when they leave town. Mm. Uh, Daniela Deadweiler. Yeah, yeah Deadweiler. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know what it is about her. It's her eyes. Really. It's the eyes. I was yeah. just she say, is the eyes. so intense with everything she does. Even, even with at the most vulnerable point where they, where they put her in that dress and she hated it, mm-hmm. and they went to uh, White City, which no, was that, that was that, that whole was color world, grading bro. on that was crazy. I love the fact that they just made the whole city white. Mm-hmm. But that whole her whole presence pulls you in, and every time, even when she stopped people at the door and said, "Hey, you got to get that gun up," blah, blah, blah. And then the intense part when she takes out uh, Cherokee Bill, and she proves that she was the fastest gun, really, because mm-hmm. she always said, you know, told um, what's the character uh, J- uh, Jim uh, Beckworth. I'm faster than you. So yeah. six man has to go to her. I mean, even though I, you know, I'm a, I'm a stickler for consistency. If I've seen you in something else, I know you're consistent. Mm-hmm. But with this one, she came off the bench and she fired it up. Yeah. 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 What about you, Lauren? Who do you got? Who's your six man? <sighs> you know what? I was excited about sharing this, but y'all just ripped him up. I was gonna go with Damian Wayne's. Um, no, that's, hey, listen, that's your guy. <laughs> that's your guy. That's your guy. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Exhale. Exhale. <laughs> yeah. That's your guy. Um, I was gonna go with him because I think a lot of it for me was the legacy, and like I said, we always see them in these comedic roles, and so it was cool to see him still try to infuse some of that humor in there, but also, you know, take on this serious role. So I'm going to go with Damian Wayans. And, I, you know, the, the resemblance to his father is, is crazy. Because at first I was like, wait a minute, that ain't... They, they got Major know. Pain in his face, yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I was like, hold on. You want to forget about that pain? <laughs> <laughs> so that's my pick. Okay, okay cool. All right, for my six man, I got to go with... Uh, R.J. Siler, Jim Beckworth. I feel like he stole every scene he was in. Like, I love yes. the beginning. Love the beginning. Yes. I love the end. I hated he went out like that because I feel mm-hmm. like, like, dude, just shoot him. And I, I don't know. I just thought, and this actor right here himself, I think he's a six man because I feel like like he's going to blow, like, by stocking him now. Yeah. Because uh, mm-hmm. every, 
every time I've seen it in seen him in a movie, like even mm-hmm. in White Boy Rick, or even when you see him on uh Black Lightning, like he he jumps off the screen. Like he does a really, really good job. I can't cannot wait to see what he does next. And I just hate that of all the characters, I hate that he's the one that didn't make it, one of the ones that didn't make it at the end. Cause I cause in the sequel, I would have loved to see them spend more time with those guys. Yeah. 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 Buy, yeah, buy stock in them. He's he's the Bitcoin of Apple yeah, like, right like now. The Bitcoin. Yeah, he's cryptocurrency right now. He's going hard. Ah, that's it. hilarious. And then what's what's like if you think about like we mentioned all these actors with all these different categories, but we didn't even get we didn't, didn't mention the big two. We didn't mention Eldris and we didn't mention Regina. Um, Regina. Yeah. Okay. Wait, I got a question for y'all. I'm I'm very curious. Uh so we got two generations represented here, but I want to know what y'all think. Do y'all believe that Idris Elba is the Denzel Washington of this time? Because that he would be to me to the millennials. I feel like he is our Denzel Washington. But what do y'all think? He mm. hasn't proven that yet. Mm. And I say this in in this manner. Um, yes, he's done sexy as okay. far as and yes he's done act, action but I still have yet to see a serious intense role like uh, John Q got or, you or a uh, what's a, what's another Denzel film you got Malcolm X but I Malcolm think- X yeah you, he has yet to get to that status I think he's on his way to being that person Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, I mean, he's a renaissance man. The dude DJs, so you give, you know, he mm-hmm. makes his own music. So I get it, I get it to that aspect, but he's he's got a couple of more uh mountains to cross before he gets gotcha. to okay. go status like that. No, for, well, I, for I uh, like I feel like Ildris, I feel like it's just a different lane because I feel like the, his wire performance. Is mm-hmm. everything that Denzel has done in movies. Like Stringer Bell is one of the characters in the history of television. Mm-hmm. And so he's on the best show. He was on the best show in the history of television. Like he's tried with these movies and like movies superstardom is something different. But I feel like because he was in our homes and in our living rooms every Sunday at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. I, I I don't I mean Denzel's the GOAT. Like that's hard to I just don't think yeah, man, it's hard. I'm sorry. Like that. No, like, because I'm I'm looking at his filmography and nothing on here even comes close to the worst Denzel movie. Like, I'm like, that's a bold. I don't know because I'm looking looking. at that film with, uh, oh my God, the one where he. Don't say say daddy's little girls. Please don't say that. No, no, I'm talking about (laughs) Denzel. Denzel. Denzel had some strikeouts now. No, he uh, had no, no. In his later work, he's had strikeouts. But I'm talking mm-hmm. about, but I'm looking at Thor, Thor, Dark World, uh, Molly's Game, The Avengers, Yardy though, uh, Fast mm-hmm. and Furious. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I just don't see anything that like jumps up to Malcolm X or uh, Nah, John Q. Or yeah, yeah wait, John Q. is not that good. Let's stop giving John Q. Love like John, John Q. was good. Bro. John, John Q. was good. It was John Q. I'm was sorry. a t. It's a TV movie. That shit would be on Lifetime. No, it, John Q. was come on. Bro. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, you you like Tyler Perry movies? No, John Q. was up. <laughs> <laughs> 
What's wrong with Ty? Look, here I go with some judge. What's wrong with Tyler Perry? Stop giving John Q. No, no. He said you like Tyler Perry movies. Now, you know, if you know what, if you're gonna compare somebody to Denzel, he's gone now, but that would be Chadwick. But you know, that was his protege. That was his protege. Yeah, so I feel like that's gotta be Chadwick. I just feel like like he yeah. What's sad about that? What's sad about that? He, Denzel, he, he, Denzel's son sticks right to the junior role because yeah, he's did not, not mention. He wasn't one of the disappointed juniors. <laughs> he 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 was not mentioned as far as who would be, <laughs> and he's right in this this grouping of actors. Like he has not he has not arrived. He has yet to give that film well, that but that the, will make him get some kind of play. But you got to also think like Denzel had an advantage because he got to work with Spike. Like they got each other young. If you mm. if you're being if we're being really honest, Denzel hadn't always been Denzel. Remember he was in like Saint Elsewhere and he did the uh the the uh, I forgot the movie where he played the son of the black oh, yeah, guy. The, the carbon copy. Carbon copy. Like he's done like yeah. he didn't become Denzel till later because he hooked up with Spike and they right. They put out all these movies, so mm-hmm. I think I think the thing is get with an auteur, like get with a good filmmaker, like scores like Scorsese and DiCaprio, and then just build from there. I think yeah. if they, I think if if anybody gets with this dude that that uh, what's what's the guy James uh, Samuel Samuel, I think if he if he could build off of this crew this this pool of talent that he has. He could probably be that next Spike Lee dude. Yeah, just like I'm just gonna be in all your movies, whatever you got. Yeah, just whatever right, you got. Right. Just like, up. just like, uh, what's what's uh Michael B. Jordan and uh what's the uh, guy? Kugler, uh, Kugler, Kugler, Ryan Kugler. Yeah, Kugler. If 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 or or even get with Kugler, like Kugler mm-hmm. has has now become like that dude in yeah. Hollywood. So I feel, I feel like. He's like Spielberg to me. He's like Black Spielberg. Like, yeah, he's he Black it. Spielberg. Yeah. He super consistent. Super right. consistent with it. Yeah. Yeah. So ratings. What do you guys give this thing? You know, we full tank of gas. If it's great, if mm-hmm. it sucks, we we'll give it zero. If it's a half a tank, so we'll we're not going. We're not going to talk about any of the favorite scenes. Yeah, we. Oh, I forgot. I'm trying to get us out of here on time. But yeah, let's do oh. favorites. Yeah, okay. Let's, nah, okay, you know, cool. I, I get it. I get it. I get it. We on the time restraint, but. Okay, favorite Yo. scenes. Favorite scenes. What you got, Lauren? Okay, I'm gonna go quick. So first, I want to say I did not know that I needed to see Dion Cole with a grill in. I thought <laughs> that <laughs> scene. I didn't know I needed that, but I love that scene. And like um, you said, him hitting um, hitting Dion Cole, Idris Elba hitting Dion Cole and knocking the gold out, and then telling <laughs> the kids to get it. That was really dope. But I think for me, as a black woman holding it down on y'all show, Uh-oh. Regina King. Okay, aka treacherous Trudy on them train tracks, stopping that train on that horse. Is that not what black women do on the daily? <laughs> my my my. But how, but how, baby, but how come the, baby, how, if if mm-hmm. I'm a train if I'm a train guy, I'm hitting the horse. Like why am I no, stopping? Why no, stopping? absolutely no, baby, because that's what black women do. See, we <laughs> stop trained. it. We I'm stop trained. it. We are the enforcers. I Don't nothing what... move till we sign. <laughs> So that's so. She would have been on the other side. Yeah, like so that's so. I just have to give it to Regina King, who I also thought her performance was superb. Like I think that she did an excellent job, but that was one that really stood out to me. Just and we talk about the cinematography, how the camera went beneath the horse to still show the train coming. All of that, the symmetry with that, the costume, the just everything was perfect in that scene for me. Okay. And two pennies on that. 
Regina King had an authentic Louisiana she accent. She did. When she was telling that story about her sister, I'm like, okay, so are they in Texas or are they in Louisiana or is this the Louisiana, that this before Migration. the Louisiana Purchase? This yeah, before oh, the Louisiana right. Purchase is still the, okay. So well, I was she, well, she said that she, uh, I saw an interview where she said she had shot one night in Miami and New Orleans and this was right before she did this and she thought mm-hmm. that the characters would, should have more of a New Orleans a- a- accent with a little French influence to it. Where is it? Where is who? Your boss. My boss. Clearly, you don't know me. Right. So she kind of moved all over. So yeah, yeah I, I, said, like I thought it. I, I thought it worked. So yeah, yeah. Uh, go ahead, jumping in fast. Uh, the drawdown between Cherokee uh, yes. and and uh, Cuffy. That that right there sealed the deal as far as the get back for me uh mm-hmm. how intense it was and then it showed cuffy really loved and not in a romantic way really loved uh jim mm-hmm. um yeah jim beckward because she i mean she teared up after yeah. she said it like yeah you're not the fastest gun in the west or whatever line she said but that was that scene and the intensity of that scene was my pick as far as one of the better scenes in the film Mm-hmm. All right, for me, my favorite scene, I guess the whole sequence, is when they break Idris out of the box. Open it. Please. Like, I just, I yeah. love the shots, I love the back and forth, I love the, just the way, just the dialogue when, uh, and even just the look he gave when he let him out mm-hmm. and then he had the key and he had to unlock him. And mm-hmm. I really thought he was going to let those people go. <laughs> but then when he right. asked the question, who here can, can I would have raised my hand so quick. <laughs> right, right, right. Because <laughs> yeah, right. you're not going to kill me. But just the way it was shot and scratch that, even uh, Cherokee, uh, Cherokee Bill, just his conversation going through, just the way he's mm-hmm. talking to him, the way, I mean, I know Lakeith, gives this in a lot of performances. Yeah. But this was freaking superb. Like even if like I know it's coming, just the wordplay and the way he's saying stuff, he's like such a gentleman, but I'm gonna kill you. Right. Right. Like, right. Like that's that's <laughs> that is scary. Like Yeah. He is the calm if the calm before the storm was a person. Right. Yeah. That's the key. Yeah. yeah. So like I, I, yeah. I like to hop in on, on your scene, Lamont, and say I love the greedy that they had between each other as far as the gang was concerned. Like, mm-hmm. you would think that, okay, it's cool for uh, Rufus to to meet up with uh, with uh, Regina King's character and they bump heads or whatever in touch. But then he went over to Lakeith and did the same thing. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's how they greet each other. That's that. the connection do, that they have. I do that with my dog every day. <laughs> you and Troy, you yeah, and Troy, me, and me and Troy do that. But you you, know you and Troy forehead kiss each other. Exactly, like, but that gave me goosebumps. That gave me goosebumps. I'm like, because I, it, it, to me, it also showed his gratitude. You know what I'm saying? Right. So for him to be a big boss like that, but to still kind of, not necessarily bow, but bow for like a greeting in that way, I thought that was like a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, it was strong. So what do you guys give it on a rating scale? What do you got? Well, we how we scoring it on the scoring it the gas like, gas like if it was full tank of gas, half a tank of gas, fourth of a tank, three fourths of a tank. Mm-hmm. And, you know how 
when you don't let the pump like you try to keep going and so it'd be like a little bit over full that's yeah, that i would was... give it i would give it a full tank a little bit over full um, okay yeah full a little tank. bit uh-huh. for me it's a little bit over three quarters the deduction comes from the musical aspect when they went into the saloon it took a lot away from me and then you know the whole singing and all that good stuff it took a little bit away from me, even though I know it's a, a tribute to all the westerns where you have mm-hmm. the the cowboys riding and playing guitar and singing, you know, whatever, whatever. Uh, but that took away from it. It, it would have had a full tank, but yet and still, it does get premium gas for me. So <laughs> you're, going to, you're going to get the '93, but it ain't a full tank of '93. It's '93 over look. over uh, three quarters I'm, of the tank. I didn't even oh. know we was doing that. I had 87. <laughs> hey, unlet, hey, unlet. Live, your, live your truth. Live your truth. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, I, I would give it three-fourths of a tank. Like I said, my only deduction is the music. And that's just a personal preference. Like, I feel like... Mm-hmm. I feel like, like a movie should take you there. You shouldn't have to... Like, you shouldn't... I just want to be immersed in the old west if I'm watching a cowboy film. Mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't want to hear hip hop. Like I feel the same way. What's the one, uh, the Bumpy Johnson one uh, that's on uh, Amazon now? Uh, uh, King of Harlem, uh, Godfather of Harlem. Godfather Harlem. of Harlem does the same thing. Well, it'll be set in the '60s and the '70s, but they'll bring in mm-hmm. like some Swiss beats and some yeah. and some tribe. And I'm like, I just, yeah. I don't need to hear that. But you know, that's just a personal preference for me. But it, all in all, it's it's an amazing film. And you know, I think it's, I can't wait to see the sequel because we know there's going to be a sequel to this. Yeah. A hundred percent sequel. So Mount Rushmore, guys. Mm. Top, top four Westerns. Um, um, so first of all, I just want to thank y'all for challenging me because I don't do <laughs> westerns at <Okay>. all <laughs> or action movies. So I took I did mine with a little twist. I for my Mount Rushmore, I'm gonna just do cowboys and not westerns. I'm gonna do okay. the top four cowboys. Um okay, call okay. it call it an audible here. Um so first I'm gonna say Woody from Toy Story. Oh wow second really? <laughs> yeah second. Woody, 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 gangster. Woody, Woody is gangster though. <laughs> Woody is gangster, he's number one. Okay, I'm gonna go Yosemite Sam, who you know oh, he was quick yeah. to draw, quick Bruh. to draw, yeah, quick yes. to draw. Okay, I'm from Texas, so we're gonna go Walker, Texas Ranger. Okay, okay, okay. and then again, again, I'm from Texas, so I'm gonna go Troy Aikman. So that's my top really? four. Really, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, okay. that's mm. look that my top. Emmett, the Emmett, the Emmett, I'm gonna go Emmett, with Michael Smith. Yo, that's Michael I said what I Michael? said. I said what I said. That's Michael? my top four. Oh my god, that's my top All right. four. No <laughs> judgment, judgment free zone. People bag up off her. <laughs> she good. She good. <laughs> bag up off her. Don't don't, <laughs> don't hold that against her. All right, oh I, 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 Alex, you want to go? Yeah, I'll knock it out. Mine, not in in particular any particular order, but posse, posse, the the the, the blueprint that this movie could could have. Well, this movie succeeded, but you know, Mario that's, Van People. That's the guy that I hate, so I'm sorry. That's why I, I, I know, I know you, I know you hate him. I know you hate him, but at least he tried. You know, it's yeah. it's like the crayon, you know, when kids first start drawing, it's not a Picasso, but it's it's macaroni <laughs> art. It was a macaroni art of it's a black cast of, of of a black western. So posse, uh tombstone. I'm your yeah. 
Tombstone, yeah. one of the hardest ones. Um, Outlaw Josie Wells, when Clint Eastwood was Clint Eastwood. I loved Outlaw Josie Wells. And Desperado. Antonio Banderas, Selma Hayek. And I know it's not a typical Western because it's very fictional, but it's still it's still that whole West Coast vibe to it. So those are my four. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, for my four, I've got Unforgiven because mm, freaking yeah. Clint, Clint Eastwood. You can't Clint come on. Yeah, man. you can't miss. He's he's the coldest cowboy, bro. And then my number two, my but that this is a Sydney Portier bucking the, preach, bucking <gasps> bucking the preacher, the preacher. yeah, bucking a preacher. Like it's like it's. The prerequisite, like it's the one that comes before all of this. It sets the groundwork for it, so I gotta go, fuck in the future, in the preacher, and then I gotta go. Oh man, I don't know, because like I love cowboy movies, so it, I'm going with the Magnificent Seven. Mm, okay, with Yul Brenner back in the day, and I I hate Posse, but <laughs> but what's uh, I couldn't think of the name. Uh, Blazing Saddles. That's yeah, yeah. I was gonna say Blazing Saddle should be an honorable mention because I mean I'm gonna give it up there because it's funny. It's funny, like and it still holds up to this day. You watch it now, you'll still laugh. Yeah, today, I mean, if 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 a Blazing Saddle came out today, it'll get canceled as soon as it hit. Oh yeah, it's it's getting canceled, but it's it's hilarious. Yeah, it's hilarious still. So that those are my top four, and yeah, Lauren, you you copped out with the Cowboys for real. Yeah, you did. Because I, I don't, I told you, I don't watch westerns. I told you, I'm more of an ethnographic person, so I like everything that's like nah, black. So nah, all you, the you, '90s black. Now you saying words that I don't understand, so I'm gonna take right. side of the disrespect. What did I say? Yeah, like I like yeah. everything black, ethnocentric. That's the word, ethnocentric. Mm. So I, okay. yeah, I don't westerns. Mm, well, we got black westerns though, so yeah. I know we do, but I just I think just that genre for me is not. Um, I feel that way about. It. I feel that way about horror movies, so I totally get that. Yeah, totally get that. Well, hey, we appreciate you coming through and taking time. We know you got a busy schedule, you know. And you also, know we want to shout out you for your promotion, man. Like, Aww, people, hey, you. what are Look. you doing? Tell tell us what you're doing now. Uh, well. <laughs> I don't really know if I can say it. Um, okay, all right, all right. Well, anyway, okay. she got a promotion, people. That's yes. what we're gonna talk about. Okay. She, she, she's proud of our girl. I, what I can say is, I'm producing on a major TV show for a major network, so I'm very excited about that. It's my first uh, TV producing role, so it's been a long time coming. You know, from news, which is where I met y'all. So, um, yeah, super excited, super excited. Um, hey, but we're super, we're super and, proud and, of you, man. Well, I mean, let me you, tell you man. something. Let me tell you something. She still remember the little people. I know. Hey, y'all, she <laughs> one of the real ones. I know. One you know day, what, Alex, one day we're going to be words. doing, we're going to be reviewing <laughs> one of her movies for sure. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> if, real. I would love that. I would love and then that. We're going to we're gonna have to call her people to get her to talk to us. So, yeah. No, right. It ain't going to never be like that, but it's always, <laughs> it's always a pleasure here with you clowns <laughs> and talk film. It's always oh, a pleasure. God, that's always a pleasure. All right, well, we'll appreciate it. We'd love to have you back anytime, Lauren. All right, thank All right, you. All right, later. Peace. Later, peace. <laughs>